What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We've got a jam-packed but concise. We got a quick episode today. We got a focused one. I wasn't even planning on uh, doing an episode because, uh, uh, you know, I've been working on a porch tour, but we're not on the plugs yet. We'll get to the plugs in a second. I, I'm here with an emergency broadcast of the Run Your Mouth podcast addressing an important issue. I've seen nowhere else in the news, but I'm going to come forward. I'm going to be the one person. I'm going to ask this question. Are trees even real? What is going on up in the forests in Canada? Are they buying cheap plastic trees from China and putting them up? If we go, what the what the hell is in the wood of Canada that I go outside, my, my eyes are burning, my nostrils are inflamed, and I feel like I'm on meth? I mean, my God, the chemicals that are out there, the, 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 the thoughts that I'm having, the way that I'm, I'm pacing in, 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 in steps I don't normally even pace in these kind of rates. My heart's thumping, it's beating, and I don't know what they've put in the trees up in Canada, which has me asking if trees are even real. We found out that birds are fake. They got fake birds out there just broadcasting our every moves, recording our movements, pretending like they aren't drones. What the hell is going on with these forest fires up in Canada? What has Trudeau done to us, and why haven't we taken action yet? Do we really want to be overrun by our neighbors at north as they bring their socialism down south to us? Uh, the mRNA campaigns weren't enough. They got to make sure to get even more chemicals into our system. I, I'm telling you, this is my latest conspiracy theory. Has anyone actually been out to the forests of Canada and validated that those are actual trees? I'm willing to bet you give them a, you, you start peeling off that bark and you're just going to be looking at cheap plastic from, from China. I don't know what, what do they do with all the real trees? What happens to all the good old fashioned trees that you'd have an occasional forest fire that didn't turn into a phosphoric acid or I don't even know what chemical they're saying is out there, formaldehyde. You know, that, that's what they want. They want for when the aliens come for us to be so filled with formaldehyde and we're the last uh, run of human being species that were well preserved for the, the aliens when they arrive, they can study us. We're all going to be like people in the funeral homes, in the caskets, ready to go, all formaldehyde it up. Yeah, this might be the best version of my face yet, though. You know, so I guess if uh, I'm going to be preserved in any version of myself, maybe like if I could have this, but with the hair that I had when I was 22, I'd go with that version. But seriously, I feel like I didn't survive not getting mRNA'd to have the sky in my area look like I'm living in the Matrix. Is that what's going on? Are they about to turn the AI active and so they're torching our skies? I don't know what's going on. Oh, I guess in the movie, the humans torch the skies, but I guess that's what Trudeau's doing to us. I, 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 can't, I, I can't be living like this. My apartment is too disgusting to not have my doors and windows open. And I'm too cheap to be running the AC. This is no way to live, people. I ask for everyone to oppose the Ukraine war so that we could bring all of our resources home and go to war with Canada. I don't care if we chop down all of their trees. I don't care if we put our resources towards putting out the fires, or I don't care if we just burn their forest down to the ground so that we're just done with this and I don't have to lose any more days being indoors. What is going on here? Or did some chemical plant, is this like someone else farted in the car so you're trying to sneak out a fart, but your fart's way worse than their the fart was? And so uh, all of a sudden, some chemical plants had the cover of whatever was going on. Uh, with those Canadian forest fires, so they just decided collectively they're all going to let some fumes out into the atmosphere. I'm just coming forward and I want to say I don't hear nobody addressing 
what the hell chemicals are in the trees out in Canada, but I don't like it. Uh, here was one thing that I did enjoy about the situation, though, is uh, sometimes it's nice to be reminded with just how dumb other human beings are. Because sometimes you're at home and you're dealing with your own faults and follies, whatever it is that you're not good at in life, whatever it is you get hung up on. I'm sure you've got instances in your day where you start wondering, am I retarded? Am I a competent human being? Will I ever be able to come over my base urges to actually apply discipline and hard work towards endeavors and see success in my life? And perhaps you have these thoughts floating around in your head as well, where you think maybe I'm not so grand or competent and maybe I have no future. But then you go outside and you see a dude who really got dressed up for going for a jog and he's like now out in public like dramatically not dying but almost pretending like <laughs> just hyperventilating in the street and then you can go all right there's way dumber people out there if all i need to do is be successful enough to be ahead of that guy or somehow get him to purchase products that i'm uh you know working on or otherwise uh, I, I'll be okay because at least I'm not that stupid. Sometimes it's nice to leave your apartment and just see how dumb other people are so you can feel a little bit better about yourself that at least I wasn't that. I mean, you walk outside and it's like you stepped into someone's chimney and you decided to go for a run in this. Good luck with that fitness, buddy. You might as well go eat some Twinkies. You're not going to be around that long anyways. Uh, all right. That was a hell of an introduction. Why don't we take a couple comments here? Uh, we've got Eric uh, Eaker in here saying, what's up, Rob? What's up back at you? Then we got Mr. B saying that Robbie the fire makes it burn when you pee. That's fake news. There's there's nothing within my urine or wiener that will give you burning within other than wetness because you're so turned on. This is disgusting. It's early in the show. We're trying not to get banned by YouTube here. Jimmer171, it smells like burning plastic up near Albany. Yeah, I'm not buying this tree story. Unless Canada actually did something fishy with its trees, sold it off to the Ukraine, and then replaced it with cheap plastic trees from Canada that weren't supposed to melt in summer heat. I'm not buying this, uh, oh yeah, those chemical smells that are burning your ears and eyes and make you feel sick and have crazy thoughts are just the trees. All right, a couple random topics, and then we'll get into more random topics. I was watching, uh, I believe his name's Colonel McGregor on... Uh, the uh, Patrick Big David podcast, and I'll listen to that guy and everything, because even if like he is full of shit, he's the most interesting. I mean, he's out there talking about that the uh, Ukraines are certainly losing this war. Russia's going to dominate them. Everyone's moving off the American currency, and that we're about to collapse. And you want to talk about an interesting storyline? It's that right there. So I just want to know who has water rights amongst this audience that will rent me a shed on their property. Just because if this is hitting the fan within the next six months, I'm not ready. I got some food supplies, and I, I'm, I'm good at yelling. If you want a person on your property who will wake up early in the morning and, and just yell things like a rooster and wake you and your family up, I am looking for a destination with water rights that I can put up a shed on uh, so that you know I can ride out this apocalypse of our uh, country coming to an end because we overextended on currencies. Uh, you guys can go watch that full interview, but here was one thing that he said that I wanted to focus on because I just thought it was uh, uh, very funny to me, was he was talking about how we uh, get into all these wars and that we don't usually have great plans for after the wars. Like he even says the generals during World War II were talking about, well, what are we going to do when we leave? Are we just going to, you know, give uh, Europe over to the Russians, just set the stage for Stalin? Uh, but he was talking about 
as a person who works in the military and he hears these plans about going into all these countries, that the idea is just, hey, let's just get in there and we'll figure it out, which is so unbelievably stupid. That's the problem with reading sales books and hearing about things like positive mental attitude is because the only people that can actually do that are fucking sociopaths. And so now we live in a world where sociopaths make all the decisions. Hey, well, let's just let's just go into Iraq. We'll figure it out. Come on, just have a positive mental attitude. If we just overthrow this government and we just bring our entire military over there and people feel the goodness of the United States and our might and military, it'll figure itself out. Yeah, let's just, dude, I know Vietnam doesn't seem like a good idea, but just wait till we conquer some random hills and napalm some villages. Once we get a couple of these villages napalmed, it'll figure itself out. A solution will arrive. All right. So before we uh, uh, get into the other topics, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that if there's anything that you want to do to ensure that you're protect protected and you're ready for this new world order, and all the signs have already been there that this is what you should have been doing because the government, they've been very accommodating. They've made all the signals that this is the lifestyle that you should be living. And for all of us that have been, you know, staying at home or still working jobs, we've been messing up. The time is now to go homeless. You're, you're, you need to be ready for when the chemicals are always in our skies, for when the food and water runs out, for when you can no longer heat your home. Now is the time. And you can ease yourself into it. You can go out to, uh, to California right now and you can get yourself a tent on some of the most beautiful areas that have ever existed. You can live yourself right on the beach and ease your way into homeless lifestyle because you don't want to jump right into like New York City winter type situation. And you know how like people got to build up their immune systems? You got to be able to build up your ability to just go outside and be, uh, you know, breathing in toxic chemicals from the fake trees in Canada. You know what I mean? You, you, who do you think, uh, who, who, whose bodies do you think are going to be able to just uh, process mRNA technologies? It's the homeless livers that have been corrupted by years of drug abuse. They're not going to have a problem. So I'm just telling you, the signs are here now. The government's already made it easier than ever to go move to a state that used to be really expensive and start easing yourself into a homeless lifestyle so that when the food supplies or others uh, start running out, you'll be prepared for it. And uh, it's with that summer porch tour. You want more survival tips for how you can survive the new world order? You got to come out to Summer Porch Tour. And uh, here's my pitch to you. Firstly, we already got 15 cities on the books. My God, did I take the Adderall, map out the schematics, get into Google calendars, look at Google Maps, try and chip, triple check my work so that I wasn't putting up links to wrong locations, wrong dates. I really did everything to overcome uh, my, you know, learning disabilities and ADD to get those links up. But here's the real pitch. Dude, Summer Porch Tour, it's the funnest thing I do all year. It's about actually getting outside of your apartment, hanging out with other people, having a good old-fashioned summer barbecue type situation out there, enjoying a beer. And then, of course, I bring uh, I work on the material all year. Uh, some of these locations, we do live podcasts. But everyone's always wondering, how do I convert other people to this kind of a lifestyle where we see the evils of the world? And uh, you got to bring your friends. Bring your friends to Porch Tour. Listen, you're welcome as a single individual. 90% of the people that show up to Porch Tour, they're just random people, and they show up, and we have ourselves beers and a party. But you get some people who actually buy a ticket, and they force their friend to come out, and then that friend always walks up to me after the show and goes, I didn't know who the hell you were, but I'm going to start watching your stuff. Almost every single time, the person 
who did not know what porch tour was, didn't know who I was. They enjoy the comedy show enough that they come over and they make sure to say, I was not a fan before I got here, but I like what you're doing. So people, we're traveling the entire country. You can go to RobbieTheFire.com or I think I put up the link SummerPorchTour.com, which lets you view all the event brights, which is actually the easier way to see it. Uh, but we're going to be across the entire country. Come hang out. Shows are basically Friday nights, Saturday afternoons, and Sundays. The upcoming one is in Milwaukee, which is actually pacing for a sellout, everybody. So get your tickets early. Then we're doing some other spot the next day out in Wisconsin. Uh, and then the weekend after that, I will be in Austin. Uh, got a lineup of incredible Austin comedians, BK Chris, and then doing a uh, live podcast with Scott Horton. And then we're going to be in Houston. And then uh, at um, out in Albuquerque by uh, Zia Extraordinary Farms uh, for uh, an Albuquerque party. All right, that's it for the plug, so let's get into some uh, some actual topics here. What do we got lined up for today's episode? Producer man, hit that beat, and up, up, boop, it, doo, doo. First is, how much of the 40 million Biden bribe money was spent on crack? Next, why does Harvard hate Asians so much? That's, an, that's a juicy one. Next up, is there anything Bill Gates hasn't put mRNAs into? Between what you see in the skies, this mosquitoes that we're releasing down in Florida, whatever the hell they've been putting into pork. Next, if the environment gets so bad that we have to take to the oceans, will killer whales give amnesty to those that spoke out against Dr. Fauci? Next up, with the earth toppling over due to human use of groundwater, is it fair to say that scientists just don't really know anything about anything? And then lastly, is it okay to answer your burner phone at a party? Sometimes you got to get your lessons in social etiquette of when and where you can be uh, answering your burner phone. Burner phone. And so you know who ran into that exact problem? I don't know if you came across this uh, news story yet, but apparently Joe Biden. Yeah. I'm on the burner phone right now. What's up? You wait, you came through with that China, you're a journalist? Uh-oh. <laughs> this is a real story. Reported by Zero Hedge, uh, there's a journalist who's claiming that uh, amongst all the Hunter Biden information, there was talk of an AT&T worldwide phone, $300, I believe a month, can take a phone call anywhere. And they accidentally put out the number of one of the documents, and this journalist decided to call the number. And you know who he's claiming answered that phone call? None other than the big guy himself, the dude who takes 10%. Apparently, the guy answered the phone. And when he heard that it was a journalist, you know, he goes, I got to mention, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he, uh, he hung up. Do you think uh, Joe Biden is enjoying himself right now? Do you think, like, uh, uh, you know, he's getting out there day in, day out, like in whatever state of mind that he's in. Do you think he's having he's having fun with all of this or do you think he's like, oh, my God, my empire, it might be coming to an end. Uh, and everyone, this is like the newest spin by the uh, general media is that they are trying to go. But look at how good of a dad Joe Biden is. I get it. There might be some corruption. The guy might have dementia. But after all, the guy loves his crack, baby. And think about how hard his kid is to love. I mean, he doesn't like the grandkids that he ignores that were just like made, uh, you know, outside of the formal unions of the church, which will recognize when you want to marry your uh, dead brother's wife. They're cool with that. But if you go out there and you bang a stripper, 
you know, we're not going to be a good grandfather to that offspring because that, that, that one's not sanctioned. But anyways, this guy, he's just such a good dad. At the end of the day, that's, that's why he's out there putting all these deals together. He's got a son with a crack habit to support. You know the pressure that puts on a man? The kind of money that you got to make? The kind of deals that need to be made with foreign adversaries, even if it's to give them state secrets? Allegedly. I mean, we're, we're really spinning some nonsense here. Uh, and so they're trying to say, but just look at him. He's such a kind dad to his poor little hunter. I'm here to say that's not true at all. I mean, there's a story here where Hunter Biden's got to call somebody up. Joe may or may not be in the room. And that guy may or may not have ties to the Communist Chinese Party. And Joe and Hunter Biden's got to call him up. Has Hunter Biden actually done anything for him? Is there any uh, deals that have actually been done by the Bidens to help this guy out? But even so, Hunter's got to call this guy up and go, hey, where's the $5 million that you promised us? And his dad might have been there. His dad might not have been there. But to call a guy up and go, hey, communist Chinese party person or other person living out in China, where the fuck's my money? And if you want the confidence to make a call like that, you're going to need substances like crack. If you want to know how you can bluff on that high of a level, it's called the confidence from doing some crack. And so Joe Biden, this dad of the year, you know, he's out here telling his son, hey, you better make that call and go collect my money. Where the hell is my money? Forcing his son to live in a high pressure environment where he's got to pretend like he's got access that he does or doesn't have. I mean, that, that's high stress right there. You really, you really think that's a good dad to you? All right, before we move on to our next topic, why not take a moment and thank one of our sponsors for today's show, YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Uh, because if you want a more mellow, I don't know where I'm going with this one. Guys, if you're into kilo, it's 60 bucks if you're into kilos. If you're into Kratom, it's 60 bucks. You can get yourself an entire kilo of Kratom. And uh, it, it, it's not like crack where you're going to find yourself with uh, burner phones and uh, making phone calls to foreign adversaries uh, with uh, a paper trail and wanting to take pictures of yourself with hookers and storing them on a laptop because that's what you're into. So if you were nervous that some of the narcotics that you're doing uh, brought you to a lifestyle where you want to document every bad decision that you're making, you can get an entire kilo of Kratom. And uh, I don't think anyone's ever done that on Kratom. So that, that's why you need it an entire kilo. Just make the shift. If you're already into it and you're over the age of 21, you get yourself a whole kilo of Kratom for just 60 bucks. All right. What's our next topic for today? Uh, here we go. EPA OK's plan to release 2.4 million more genetically modified mosquitoes. Let's read the rest of the headline here. Following Oxitex, that's a, is that a company that you guys will uh, trust? The less easy it is to pronounce your name, the less I trust your company. And I remember reading years ago about, uh, I think, Bill Gates making experiments on these uh, on these mosquitoes. So here we go. EPA OK's plan to release 2.4 million more genetically modified mosquitoes following Oxitec's 2021 release of 144,000 mosquitoes in the Florida Keys. The EPA approved an expanded plan that added sites in California. And I'm just saying, if you're going to genetically modify mosquitoes uh, to carry things in their blood and imprint into people, can you at least make it like good stuff? Like maybe just the right amount of fentanyl. Can you imagine that? You turn life into a game of freeze tag. Everyone's out in the morning going to work. Some of the people get bit by a mosquito and they just 
just spend the rest of the day there nodding off. You wake up after work and you're like, what happened to you? Oh, I got hit with one of those fentanyl mosquitoes. And then you find people are outside and they turn into drug addicts and it's like they're just pouring sugar water on themselves or whatever might get the mosquitoes to blast them with a little hit of fentanyl. Uh, you guys trust genetically modified mosquitoes out there supposedly to mate with each other and get rid of malaria? What happened that we got malaria back in the United States of America? How did that happen to us? I'm just saying, I don't, I don't trust any of these companies for anything. You're throwing genetically modified mosquitoes out there. Are you trying to hit the rest of us with the mRNAs? Is that what's going on? Some of us escaped your path, and so you got Trudeau pumping out smoke into the air, and you're impregnating mosquitoes? This episode, I'm probably going to have to take this episode down from YouTube myself. I'm just letting people know. Enjoy this episode for one day. This one's not staying up. Uh, and then speaking of corporations and what the hell they're putting inside of us, who's cancer research agency to say aspartame sweetener, a possible carcinogen? Isn't that amazing that it's a possible carcinogen? I mean, people have been drinking Diet Coke for 30 or 40 years and they're still not sure. It's a possible, it's possible. We're not sure. And so they asked uh, doctors about the uh, aspartame and the Diet Coke and the possibility that it would cause cancer. And of course they responded, uh, compared to the Canadian air you're breathing, don't worry about it. This, uh, d d d the aspartame, d don't even worry about it. At that point, that, that we might actually find out compared to the other stuff we just put in you, the aspartame actually cures your cancer. At this point, you might as well, you can, go, just, you can consume any random chemical. Don't actually try this. Uh, but, you know, it might counterbalance the other things that we put in you at this point. It's really just a gamble. Uh, I mean, don't try that. Talk about things you definitely shouldn't say. I want to make it clear, if it wasn't already clear, that this episode... I, I have no proof that Canada doesn't have real trees, that aspartame will actually cause cancer because the best scientific research is just that it might. That's the latest. Uh, and uh, I have no knowledge of Bill Gates's relationships with mosquitoes. And I certainly don't have any evidence that any random chemical might counteract <laughs> potential problems that may or may not exist from a vaccine or the formaldehyde that's currently in our air. I just want to make that clear in case that wasn't clear. All right, here's a less spicy topic. Here's something that I can talk about without, you know, making claims that might come off as bad health claims that you shouldn't be making. So this was making the rounds yesterday on uh, Twitter. It was from Planned Parenthood. It was a big sign that said that uh, virginity is a social construct. And then the uh, text of the tweet was the idea of virginity comes from outdated, let's be real, patriarchal ways of thinking that hurts everybody. And I guess what struck me the most about this, were a couple things, but the first thing that struck me is, is it the patriarchy that's pushing women to abstain from sex? Is that the way that this system is working? Like you go to a nightclub, you get a bunch of bros that show up to the nightclub in their dance club. You got the rave music going, the DJ, the lasers pumping, and then bros show up. They're out of the gym. They're doing their fist bumping. And then some hot chick comes in in a small little up tight dress and they yell at her, hey, you better get that lady out of here. If that lady's in here, she might have sex with one of us. We can't have that lady in here. Is that the way that, is that the world that we're living in? Is that the way that this system has been constructed? That the patriarchy, this overwhelming mass of men, is preventing women from having sex with dudes? I mean, I feel like every dude I know on an individual level is trying to get laid, but I guess I didn't realize that collectively, 
we're trying to live in an environment where no lady will have sex with us. I just, I didn't realize this. And then this isn't like, I think even necessarily accurate because I guess your virginity would be a status and it would be a construct whether or not you care about it. And then I realized that I'm being trolled because what, what am I going to be like? How dare you? I don't care if women are virgins. Who, who was even having that conversation? Who was out there? Who's still going to church with some pastor telling people that they better be celibate before they're married? I'm not even taking one side or the other on this issue. I'm just saying, isn't it incredible that they can uh, troll you into being like, how dare you plan parenthood? Anyways, they're just trying to keep their business alive, you know, trying to make people make as many potential customers as they can flush a baby out of. So, you, you, you know, they might as well just put up a big old sign on the highway that says delusional thinking will set you free. All right. I think I only have one more thing. Uh, like I said, it's not, uh, not the most dense of all of our episodes. Uh, here we go. Human society is shifting the tilt of the earth. Uh, so apparently because of groundwater usage, you know, some people they're living off the grid and they just like, uh, having some groundwater. And so they pull up their groundwater and apparently we're sucking up so much groundwater. We're actually shifting the earth, which I, I like the thought of us shifting the earth where all of a sudden like Antarctica is getting more sunlight or something or someone benefits, somebody loses. You start playing a game like a giant thing of seesaw where people are pumping in groundwater, people are sucking out groundwater, countries are competing to get the perfect rotational field so that they have the tropical paradise because apparently the thing's all shifting around because of groundwater usage. I'm just, I, based on nothing, I'm calling bullshit. This sounds to me like they're going, we need centrally controlled groundwater because otherwise you're gonna pivot the earth. We didn't even realize how dangerous it was for you to be able to make decisions about your own property and how much water you do or don't consume. Unless we have full knowledge of everybody's water and everybody's water usage, we're going to be at risk for the earth toppling upside down. This thing might tilt leftward, it might spiral up down, and as we've discovered the gravitational waves of space and space-time and all sorts of things that nobody understands about our existence in any capacity whatsoever, but if we make any changes to this in a way that benefits you as an individual, this whole thing might go straight to hell. Sure, we don't know why humans are spontaneously came into existence. We don't know why we're the only conscious creatures. We don't understand why uh, matter equals mass. We don't understand what dark energy is. We don't understand black holes. Hell, we don't even understand that there's ripples of something called space-time. But if you touch that groundwater, you might ruin the entire thing. All right. And now, before we get into our next topic... Let's take another quick moment and plug another sponsor, SheThunderwear.com. You guys have heard me speak about this forever. Right now, go to SheThunderwear.com and get yourself a pair. It's summer. You don't want your balls all sweaty. If there's actually a day that you're able to go outside and look at the sun because it hasn't been torched with uh, chemicals coming out of Canada that you can't breathe in, how many days are you going to be able to even be outside? We might be coming to the end of being able to be outside. And you don't want to be outside on your one good day with sweaty, stinky nuts being like, hey, my nuts are stuck to my leg. I better go back indoors. Is that, is that how you want to enjoy your summer? You got one day of fresh air and you're spending it with your nuts stuck to your legs? Get in, and you know what happens. Sometimes they, go, they get longer when they get all sweaty. And then they're out there and they're flopping all over the place. That's no way to enjoy your one day of fresh air. So go to sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code RYM. You're going to get yourself 20% off the greatest underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. Sheathunderwear.com. Promo code RYM. 20% off. Go support the sponsors. All right, here we go. So the Supreme Court made a decision 
that colleges are no longer allowed to use race when making decisions about who's going to enter the schools. Apparently, it was uh, discriminatory towards Asians. And my initial thought was, hey, college is a business. You know, if they want to let in whoever they want to let in, is the government going to force them one way or the other? Uh, But then I was thinking of how many of these decisions are running downhill from government. And I'm actually curious to see if uh, this has an effect on the corporate landscape where maybe individuals with performance records might be able to sue their companies for being passed on promotions where they can prove, hey, I was discriminated for because of my race. And now here's what's interesting. You would have thought that line, you can't use race when making decisions. You would think that that's what you want. You would think that, hey, I guess if I was a business, I might decide I'm not hiring someone based on the color of their skins. Uh, And we don't live in a world that allows you to discriminate, which personally, not really my philosophy. I think the market could punish that. But let's not get into that. Let's not make it sound like I'm a racist bigot because I'm not. And then you start floating that. And I'm not prepared to be making that argument today. So let's keep things nice and simple. The Supreme Court decided that colleges cannot use race when making decisions about who to allow into their college. And that sounds to me like that would be an anti-bigotry stance. That sounds to me like that's the stance that you would want to take in the name of fairness to go, listen, you can't say that this person is not allowed to be here because of the color of their skin. That sounds like one simple standard that would help and be fair towards everybody. Maybe help wasn't the right word. Would be fair towards everybody. No decision based off of your race. And now the problem is that in this case, the bigotry of using race to make decisions actually benefits the minority group. And it's interesting because to the left, it's never about principles as much as what can we do to achieve government mandated equality. And the problem with government mandated equality is who gets to decide who the uh, group that needs government support is. And then why are you discriminating against other groups in order to favor whoever you deem to be the minority group? So this is the dissenting opinion because they did rule, uh, I guess, because there's so many conservatives now in the Supreme Court. They said that institutions are not allowed to make these decisions based on race. Um, which apparently, well, no, apparently let's just leave it at that. They're not allowed to make decisions based off of race. So this was, uh, She said, ignoring race will not equalize a society that is racially unequal. She continued what was true in the 1860s. And again, in 1954 is true today. Equality requires acknowledgement of inequality. And I want to put forward Where in the Constitution is there a concept of forced equality? Like this is sounds like forced socialism to me. Ignoring race will not equalize a society that is racially unequal. I'm not such a good student of the Constitution. Maybe there is some sort of a wealth redistribution and opportunity redistribution that I'm unaware of. But where does this start and where does this end? If you're a person, a judge who's supposed to uphold you know, the laws based off of an interpretation of the Constitution, and you believe that we need to uh, 
what is true in the 1860s and again in 1954 is true today. Equality requires acknowledgement of inequality. We have to autocorrect for the issues. And I, you know what I think? I, I, why don't we just have like forced breeding and then we could have uh, like more Obama babies. Just a giant mash. Maybe like, I, here's, the, here's the thought. You guys want equality? Here's the way we do it. Maybe we, we even put an end to sex. I think BlackRock just bought Ancestry.com. So we can just mail them our cum. Listen, they already know everything about if you went to Ancestry.com and you didn't already have your information sold to the FBI or run against other texts and then get arrested. Uh, but, you know, trust people with your DNA. I'm not telling you not to trust people with your DNA. I think that's a good idea. Trust people, whatever corporation, if they claim, hey, you, you, the, here's a little bit of value that you can know what your relatives were. Why not just send them your DNA? That, sound, that sounds like a good use of your saliva. Uh, so anyways, you know, they've got profiles on everybody. And so instead of us having sex, you, you can, you will just mail BlackRock their cum, our cum, and then they'll mail it to a lady based off of what would best equalize you. Like they could start blending like anxious Jews with like pot smoking Jamaicans. You know what I mean? Like they could just look at like trailer trash white. And then you mix out with like a Harvard educated black, you get a Connecticut wasp. They, they mail in their cum and then you breed that with like an East LA Mexican. You know what I mean? That way we can uh, actually really start equalizing and, and, and making the corrections necessary because apparently we need to recognize the inequalities in order that we can favor certain groups and individuals and start moving forward equality. And so if we're going to do that, why not do forced mating? where we can look at people's, uh, you know, DNA and we can figure out what the best combinations were so that we could all start our lives with equal footing. And even if it's not perfect, we can get closer to equality, like seven foot man bred with a midget. You might end up with like a five foot person, incredibly, uh, wealthy family forced to breed with a hood person, moderate wealth. Now, you know what I mean? We could just, we, we could really make this work. I mean, if this is the, 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 the belief and maybe, or this could be more fun because I get it. Not everyone wants to do forced breeding by mail. Maybe it'd be more fun if instead of mailing your come in, they sent you a po postcard. Oh dude, I just had a nail go directly into my foot. There we go. That just went right in there, people. Don't worry. I haven't had a test in the shot in over a decade. How many years do you get on a tetanus shot? It didn't even go in that deep. Plus, it's not rusty. All right. What was I trying to talk about? I was talking about, oh, yeah, forced breeding of individuals. That, that's a juicy topic, everybody. So maybe what you do is you get a postcard in the mail, and this is the game. Is It's of the individual that you've been assigned, and now you got to track and find them. And maybe they don't want to be found. And, yes, that does sound rapey, but this is the government institution now. I'm not. This is not my preferred way of doing it. I like the old way. But I'm just saying, if you're pushing for equality, because apparently that's what's in the Constitution, where you have to make, you have to recognize a person's race in order to forcefully take an opportunity from someone else and impose it on someone to autocorrect, why not go further and try and autocorrect things? You get a postcard in the mail, that's now your wife. You got to go find that lady. And if you don't like her, maybe you can show up to commission and try and protest it. And it could be like, your honor... I can't be with this 400-pound Instagram model that doesn't fit in plain seats. I, I've got fat genes myself. I'm bald and anxious, 
I need a tall person with a more mellow disposition and a full head of hair. That's what I'm looking for. And maybe I wear glasses too. So maybe if they've got good vision, that could be helpful too. All right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, all right. This last article for today. I, I might have already mentioned this on the podcast, but it was Larry Fink ashamed to be a part of ESG political debate. I don't think we've beaten BlackRock just yet. I don't think these guys are retiring from forced diversity, equity, inclusions, promoting of Dylan Mulvaney, getting her blonde hair, getting her even more fit, injecting more filler in, getting her to sell other products and then shame the companies that she already ruined for not supporting her after they had ruined her. I don't think we're at the end of that racket. But at least, isn't it nice to know that we beat the billionaires, that they were trying to market it, and their marketing strategy at least failed? At least they can't publicly push this on us. I know maybe this is a loser perspective where like you're playing a chess master and you take a pawn and you celebrate, hey, at least I didn't get beat in three moves and I took a pawn and you still lose the game. But at least at the moment, it feels like a bit of a victory that just because of jackasses like me and other people, Larry Fink is, you know, circling the idea of perhaps he can't be the face of the company, he might have to retire, and the ESG score, even if he's able to push it upon us, he doesn't get to be, uh, he doesn't get his ass kissed by all of society going, thank you so much for being, for, for making us worse off and stealing our wealth by artificially creating products that we're forced to consume that are higher than market prices. You see what I'm saying? Isn't that at least nice? How much, how much time, research, and money was spent by these people thinking that they could impose the ESG scores upon us and that we would just sit around and go, oh, thank you, Larry. Thank you for making me poorer. I, I just love that I can't breathe the skies and the air from Canada anymore and that I can't be promoted at my job or hired because I'm a white man. Thank you so much, Larry. So at least they got to regroup in their initial air, uh, their initial uh, efforts have failed. All right. That is our episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back probably on Monday with another episode. And like I said, Summer Porch Tour is in session. Go spend some time in your porch. Connect. Touch it. Just put your hand on that wood and embrace yourself for the fact that Summer Porch Tour will be rolling through your town. Uh, seriously, go to... I, I, I think SummerPorchStore.com should be a live link. If not, RobbieTheFire.com. You can scroll through, see what the cities I'm doing. Click on the link uh, when I'm closest to your town. Grab a friend, bring your cooler beer, come hang out. The shows are going to be a party. Go get yourself some Yo Delta, some Yo Kratom, some Sheath Underwear. That's our episode. Have a great day. And that's it. We're done.